Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today. 570-726-6200. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1124 today. Beach reading continues. It's beach reading week and I am checking out a recipe for death. Punch it, Chewy. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and A Recipe for Death is one of the original stories that showed up in the Tales from a Galaxy Far, Far Away, colon, Aliens, Volume 1, by Landry Q. Walker, the collection that was released in April of 2016. Some of the stories in there had been released in December of 2015, but this particular one, A Recipe for Death, was first published in the collection itself. And as I mentioned to you yesterday, or at least I think I mentioned it to you yesterday, all the stories in here are supposed to be done in different genres, and Walker actually did an interview with Star StarWars.com how, talking about how he was very pleased to be able to explore different genres with the different stories. This one, A Recipe for Death, is a murder mystery by way of Iron Chef. If you're familiar with that program, the ultimate cooking competition program as far as I'm concerned. And I'm going to give you the spoiler warning here. I mean, you know, it's been out for over a year, so you probably don't need it. But I'm going to spoil the whole darn thing for you, all right? So you got to be okay with that. So the gist of it is this. Uh, there's a guy named Rob's Eli who is the sous chef in Maz Kanata's castle. Maz Kanata's castle. So we get to spend a little time in there. Unfortunately, we don't learn anything that is super exciting in the sense of, you know, do we find out more about Maz? Do we find out more about her history? Do we find out more about things that would open the door to other mysteries in The Last Jedi and the sequel trilogy? Nope, sorry, we don't get really anything of that. It's just a fun little story that happens where this guy robs Eli, the sous chef, ends up getting killed and his body is left behind in a meat locker that is only accessible by Strano Tugs, who is the head chef at Maz Kanata's castle. Now, it turns out Rob Zeli is not the easiest person to get along with, and it certainly seems like Strano is being framed for the crime. Strano actually decides to dispose of the body, and so he brings the body down into the basement where in in other areas of the basement, I guess, it's not just strange little dungeons that have knickknacks and lightsabers and possibly missing hands as well, but also various creatures are down there that are great for disposing of things. And this is twice in two weeks, incidentally. I'm sure it has nothing to do with each other, but in Inferno Squad, there's a situation where they have a place the partisans do where they drop off bodies, the usual place they call it, where they are, there are creatures in the place that they're hiding out that will utterly destroy and devour the remains of anybody they need to dispose of. But I digress slightly. Anyway, 
So Strano's idea to try and figure out who the murderer is is to have an Iron Chef-style competition to replace the sous chef. And of the 12 folks who work in his kitchen, only four of them volunteer. And so Strano thinks, hey, that's great. I just wiped out two-thirds of my suspects in one fell swoop. Because, of course, the position of sous chef in the castle is a highly desirable position to hold. And Strano has gone through all the machinations and determined that the only person who could have done it was somebody who wanted this position. And so the first round of the competition, they have to create a breakfast, which is fine. And there are tasting droids that are are sampling the the stuff to make sure that everything's okay and uh, and ultimately being the judges because they're the impartial ones since they're droids, right? So the second round involves lasers and stun blasts being fired. Apparently there are blasters built into the walls in the kitchen at Moskana's castle. And so that creates problems for the chefs trying to cook while being stunned. Very strange. And so competitors are eliminated until finally we get to one more round where two competitors are left and it's a zero gravity competition wilder than anything you ever saw in Iron Chef for sure and so the two remaining chefs have to cook in zero gravity and it turns out that one of them in the you know in the stress and the difficulty of trying to do something in zero gravity creates a dish that was exactly like the one that the former sous chef Rob Zeli had made literally the night before he was killed. And so, of course, Strano, a.k.a. Cookie, because that's his nickname, naturally, because he's the chef, he thinks that this guy, Jom, who is a Corin slash Mon Calamari mix, he's the one who did it. He's also had a sour disposition as well, so that doesn't necessarily help matters. And he stole Rob's Eli's book of recipes. And the recipes were very unusual recipes, and, you know, Rob's was all you know, torqued up about deciding that he was going to cook something differently from the way people wanted it, et cetera, et cetera. And so naturally, Strano thinks that Jom is the one who did it, especially with the evidence of the recipe book. But Jom swears that he didn't do it. And in a bizarre twist, he gets hit with a rolling pin, Strano does. He's attacked by the real killers, which are the two tasting droids. Yes, it turns out the tasting droids, which are quite antique, and they're kind of losing their marbles, basically. I mean, there's no other explanation for it. I mean, they wanted to get the recipe book to put into their databases so that they could do their jobs properly, and they were getting tweaked up about the fact that they couldn't do it because Rob's was so secretive about his recipes and his recipe books. So they kill him to get the recipe book, and they try to pin it on Strano, and once Strano makes it so that, you know, that plan gets foiled, <laughs> the droids try to kill Strano too. And Jom, they actually killed poor Jom in the... In the exchange as well, and luckily for Strano, he's able to activate the kitchen's laser systems and zero gravity to take out the droids and make everything get back to something resembling normal. And that, in a nutshell, is a recipe for death from Tales from a Galaxy Far, Far Away, colon, Aliens, Volume 1. I'm going to take a quick break and come back at you with a Rogue One trivia question. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. 
The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash TFA. Welcome back. So last time I asked you what K2SO thought of the idea of sending Jyn Erso on their mission to Jeddah, and he thought it was a bad idea. Today's question for you, where did Jyn get her blaster from? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take a blind shot at a Sarlacc tentacle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a little higher, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 